1: this is the premiere episode of Beautiful Disasters, a uh, fun, cheesy, bad movie <laughs> podcast, something that is dear to my heart. My name is Anthony, known sometimes as Groots on Geeks on the Influence podcast. Co-host uh, for this wonderful podcast is Hunter, better known as Fuck You, Hunter. <laughs> What's up, bitches? <laughs> How you doing? And uh, we've got ourselves uh, a fun little deal that we do that we're going to be doing here uh, in the future uh our we will always have one guest and our first guest today is none other than mike the hobbit bigot
0: i did not know the amount of fucking turmoil i would have getting <laughs> this together by being forced to watch that abomination of a movie that we just watched
1: well oh, it was amazing this is going to be a ritual <laughs> in the months to come with many other guests but, uh, or yeah. victims, can we use the term victims? Or? We, we could, definitely. Right, yeah, right, right, definitely. Right, so victims, yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure Ghoulies had better puppeteering than this
1: movie had. Very true, very true. <laughs> Maybe a bigger set, too. Yeah, probably a bigger <laughs> set, yeah. So, a uh, few details. We're basically going to go over a bad movie. Once uh, every couple weeks, whatever we decide to release, you know, and you get an episode. But... It's gonna be a bad movie that maybe you've seen, maybe you haven't, uh, and um, we're gonna go over it, have some fun, talk about it, and uh, shoot the shit, and that's about it. You know, we're not trying to, uh, you know, reinvent the wheel here, but we're we're just here to have fun.
2: I think so. we have an appreciation for these movies, and this is why the podcast is happening: is just to help others out in finding these classic gems.
1: You know, in a way I think we could be spending our time maybe in a better way. You know, we do have respective uh females, at least with the three of us here that yes. uh you know, that we could be spending time with, but uh we're doing this instead. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> hey this is our priorities, choice. people. That's priorities. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Let's get into it. We watched a little movie from nineteen eighty six, uh, for our first episode called Terror Vision. Oh yeah. Uh, this movie is something else. Um, not really sure how to describe it, other than it is definitely of its era. I think it's a warning
2: from the '80s about um, satellite TVs and right. the dangers that could happen with them.
1: I, I suppose it could have been uh, could have been funded by the cable companies. <laughs> yeah, you this know. is what happens. This is what happens when you get uh, satellite television. Alien invasions, and uh, so this movie runs in at a whopping a little less than 80 minutes grand total running time. Uh, It was actually uh, a backup choice, uh, you know, for our first episode. Um, uh, You know, I was interested in watching uh, 1979's The Visitor, but, uh, you know, life happened. Work ran a little long, but uh, this definitely fit (laughs) The bill of what we're trying to do here. Yeah,
0: if anybody thought any GUI network shows were being uh, recorded on our private yachts uh, (laughs) somewhere where we didn't have day jobs, they're maybe giving us just a little bit too much credit, possibly.
1: Yeah, I would would imagine so. (laughs) So.
0: So, yeah, Terrorvision. Vision, uh, what, what year did this come out? It was... It's 86. 86. 86, yeah. and it very much feels like a film from 1986. There's
2: no question of what decade this movie took place in, because they have stereotypical 80s people in it.
0: And I also want to know just how much money they spent on fucking lube for this movie, because <laughs> every single fucking scene has something covered in slime in this movie.
1: Yeah, it definitely, yeah the, it definitely gets there.
2: I'd say about 50% of the budget was blue budget. With they just had a guy budget. that had a huge, just uh, t- like, ton of blue Including all over the bucket some place. Some
1: very uncomfortable scenes with a grandpa taking care of business all looped up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, a couple details about the movie um, it stars uh, one of my favorite uh, B movie actresses, Mary Waranov, uh, that uh, you guys might have seen in Rock and Roll High School or Eating Raul or Death Race 2000 um it has a fellow in it by the name of garrett graham uh who was in Phantom of the paradise uh, brian De Palma's weird ass mu- musical no shit but um what else uh the girl from better off dead is in it <laughs> randomly and the kid some some kid i can only recognize him from a next generation episode plays a little kid and the best acting performance
2: in there i don't know the dude's name if you've got it written down but he was the uncle and Napoleon Dynamite, the Wolfman, yes. and Monster Squad, who plays the generic 80s head banging metalhead. He plays a Kmart Keanu Reeves Yeah, pretty in this much. Movie. Was, but yeah. the sad thing is, we were talking about it, we were watching it. This came out before Bill and Ted, so there's this slight possibility Keanu Reeves took notes
0: from this dude. I wouldn't be surprised in the <laughs> least if it's that was... It's
1: very possible. He was over the top, you know? God, he was amazing. No, it
0: was over the top is that, like, fucking... It looked like duct tape, skull, <laughs> and crossbones on the back of his jacket. Like, <laughs> yeah. the most the most generic skull and crossbones I've ever seen in my entire life. Right. But he was wearing a wasp shirt. Yes, because that's important to tell... Pe- for people to know that you fuck like a beast. That's, fuck like uh, a
1: beast! Fuck like a beast! But it, was, but it was product placement, because we saw a wasp for, like, two seconds on a television <laughs> earlier that was one of the few, the many channels they were able to get
0: on right that. right do you think this is around like the the decline of western civilization to the metal years where they're like yeah we need the, the press uh just could you wear a wasp t-shirt through most of the movie and that's that's our payment it's just right promotion
1: um so let's see it was written and directed by ted nicolau and produced by our favorite uh schlockmeister charles band
0: Full Moon Motherfucker. Full Moon Productions.
1: (laughs) Empire Pictures. Yes.
0: There is a Full Moon Entertainment app available for Roku and such that's about six bucks a month that gives you all the access to all the Full Moon Entertainment stuff, uh, which means that you'll have it for about a month or two before you're like, I'm not spending six dollars anymore for this (laughs) business.
1: If I didn't have... A vast majority of them already.
0: <laughs> you can only watch <laughs> Dollman versus Demonic Toys so many times before you're done. I was going to say, <laughs> Groot's has
1: most. He's got his own Roku. <laughs> right, that, so. yeah, right, 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 right. You know. But uh, anyway, like, you know, who wants to run through like a two minute synopsis of the movie?
2: Let's try to do that. Let's do
1: it. <laughs> Let's do it. Go for it, man. Um,
2: satellite TV brings in a alien that. Um, interrupts a swinger couple who's trying to fuck a other swinger couple. Hijinks ensue. There's a grandfather and a
0: child with a machine gun. I want to talk about that when we get <laughs> into it because the swinger couple's like, yeah, our, our off the rocker veteran grandfather <laughs> with grenades and machine guns in the basement is going to be the oh baby not a basement sitter. a
1: bomb shelter. Oh, I'm sorry, bomb shelter. <laughs> Fucking bunk bunker. Yeah, in the attached to the house it's Uh,
0: is is the one that we feel completely content in uh, being in charge of our small child that looks up to him and runs around and shoots guns all the time. That's a good (laughs) start. The movie does seem to get confused where the monster is killing people,
2: but then is the adorable alien being taught by the kids at some point and then reverts back to killing people. Right. But there's that small little E.T. insert where I guess, <laughs> yeah. you know, so they could get the uh, kid market. There's that so. little
1: slow sequence uh, <laughs> towards the end of this 75-minute movie where they're teaching it how to talk <laughs> and, and feeding it different kinds of we, food. And we
2: learned a huge rule, which is there's only two essential things, food and music. Those are the only two. And so. also
0: apparently like elevator music will rot your brain uh that is that that is something that we (laughs) determined as well also we can uh, cannot forget the fact that this monster aside from having just a random like tentacle eyeball thing that's just part of its whole deal uh kind of the glen glen feel from slither kind of kind of feel to the monster that's it yeah i was trying to think of what to play with it but also it's able to just have similar to um just the heads of its victims like pop out and just and talk and like play like, no, no, there's no alien monster. We're just having a gross orgy with Grandpa. Like that's... <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. That scene when they walk in and they go,
2: oh, it's just Mom and Dad having an orgy and then Grandpa pops out with fucking lube-covered face. I, that's a lot of years of therapy.
0: That's basically like how I do in life is that I try to cover a, a relatively upsetting thing with something far more upsetting. It's <laughs> just...
2: You kind of understand how they can connect with the alien, because that house is a fuck house. Uh, everything's covered in lube. They have a fuck tub. Like, so when the kids see the alien, yeah. they're like, I mean, I guess it's just our parents' new fuck toy. Like, can we
1: talk about the really creepy Greek guy? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Who was like, no, I'm Greek, which means I like boys. I was like, did you just make a fucking ouzo margarita? Like, yeah, fuck they, you, dude. That was maybe possibly the most exciting. Accept- uh, it was possibly
0: more upset upsetting than grandpa grandpa joining the orgy uh, that happened there. Uh, it, it was that an Uso margarita, right? Margarita. I'm all about fusion. Like I, I there, there's some Korean tacos that I've had in town that are unfucking believable. believable. Um, those are two things that don't need to ever go together. It's that, that's uh... not a good call. That that was one of many things in this movie that were well, just so say, completely... There's a
1: list. My God, it's... And, I mean, the ending was good. I mean, for a movie that was actually, what, 75 minutes long, not including credits, the movie actually dragged towards <laughs> yes. the end. It actually felt like it was getting long, and I was like, holy shit. I, I like at the end where,
2: and I comment on this, it's obvious this movie is just on a soundstage. They couldn't actually do anything on location. So when they're trying to run away from the creature, they literally just turn around and just face the other way, but not actually run away from it. Well, like, there was the one scene they where. They have enough stage, you know, space on the the
0: stands. There was the one stage. scene where Kmart Keanu um, turned <laughs> around like and started that. like. Oh, yeah. pushing his arms up arms. and down like a cartoon character would run i know i was for a little
2: dust to show up and everything but he
0: didn't move at all he just started moving his arms up and down like he was running and that, then stayed in place
2: that seems to be what happens to every character is that they see the creature and then stand there and wait for the creature to kill them as opposed to i don't know running away no nobody seems to want to do that in this movie this
0: alien's not a sprinter no, yeah.
1: no. Well, it's pretty fucking slow. Well, so. it, it, it has to stay in place because it's basically Pizza the Hut. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's basically the level of uh, you know, quality and stationary, you know, it's a big fat fucking alien that is That's learning the talk. It made it made the fucking walrus from the end of Tusk look high high fucking <laughs> quality, okay? Let's <laughs> just say that. Uh <laughs> but yeah, no you're right. Nobody ran from this thing and uh, I did
0: Notice that uh the, the stars, the starry night that occurred, as as Hunter was saying, that <laughs> yeah. this is th- obviously on a sound stage, reminded me much of Toby Hooper's remake of Invaders from Mars, where everything looked like it was on a st- sound stage. Yes, that's what and I was, it was like too high of contrast for it to feel natural by any stretch of the imagination. Like all the plants looked fake. Like there, you could tell that the backdrop was like right, right <laughs> behind the fence. You right.
1: Know? <laughs> It definitely had, like, a Little Shop of Horrors vibe, a little yeah. bit, you know, 80s version. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, in a sense, this movie was designed to be kind of like a, you know, a funny spoof of the, like, B-movie genre of the 50s, you know? I mean, they're showing all this footage of, like, old-ass movies on there with their Medusa, you know, the Horror Night, you know, Elvira. Seg- segments. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Jersey accent, big-boobed Medusa, <laughs>
0: Look at them hooters! <laughs> Look at them Grandpa
2: hooters. Grandpa lets us know exactly how he feels as soon as it goes on the Medusa channel as exclaiming, Look at them
0: hooters! And the actress that was playing Medusa, she, uh, she and the father... Uh, they both had the ability in this film to over enunciate more than Chandler on Friends, where <laughs> it, they moved their mouths much like Benedict Cumberbatch does when he's talking, where everything is over enunciated, but they did it much slower. So they looked like they were on cocaine, but they were behaving like they were on lewds. You know that that was kind of the the that, contrast that's, there.
1: That's absolutely possible. That's yeah, part, on, that on was part of, of both accounts. Yeah, yes. that was
0: probably part of the budget too. Yes, was the lewd budget? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah this was definitely made for like uh you know like fifty five dollars or fifty five thousand dollars you know uh i don't know man i fucking loved it <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty
2: fucking amazing it's it's awful awful and yet amazing in the same like pretty much the title of this podcast like, right
0: <laughs> the thing that just blew me away with it being like obviously a set is that that probably cost more money the set itself because they had like Greco-Roman kind of things happening with statues and all sorts of super unnecessary props just in the background as part of the experience of this house. And none of it made sense together. And then this terrible backdrop when I think if they just rented out a house in the countryside for like a weekend, it would have looked more realistic and been cheaper. Like a porn
1: shoot. Yeah. Like a porn shoot will rent out a mansion in LA to do porn in it, to look like it's in a swanky place. They, they've they been doing that for fucking decades, right? Yeah. And maybe it would have already come with the fucking... <laughs> the art that was in this movie. Oh. <laughs> on the walls. That's... <laughs> the super. freaking swinger sex art. Oh, my God. The
2: parenting decisions in this <laughs> between literally all the porn art they have on the walls, which is interesting as they're flipping the channels and they get to an actual porn channel and the mom reacts... But literally, right behind her are two women with their tits out painting. But she's worried about her kids seeing the actual porn on the TV.
0: And then right after that, they're like, "Okay, cool, we're going swinging, yeah. just like openly to the to the kids." Um, yeah, I I don't know why she was really upset about it. it and we're like, <laughs> we're gonna weird. do that. We're gonna do that with your grandpa later. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> we're gonna bring two fucking freak old people back to the house, and we're all gonna end up in a bed decapitated. <laughs> yes.
2: Uh another great parenting decision is is they spent all the time to get the other two swingers over here. The kids just annoying them talking about grandpa being murdered by a fucking alien. So the mom's solution is put the child in the bunker, chain it so she can get her fuck on with her swinger party, <laughs> you know. And the shot we see of grandpa as he's being put into the bunker is what i would consider looking like he's covered in jizz yes and the mom's like have fun with jizz covered grandpa here are the chains good luck mama's got to get off i'm just I, taking care of business i don't know i think i think he literally says that too i know i'm
1: like the what? mom's
0: like good luck like twice <laughs> i'm
1: like okay
0: i think good luck with jizz covered grandpa sounds like a great title for this uh, for this episode <laughs> have fun oh my god Locked in the bunker with just Cubber Grandpa, and also lots of grenades and guns and, and uh, explosives. Of, there's plastic fucking explosive in there. There's so much ammunition, and and they're like, Ugh. your your safety as our child is so unimportant to us. <laughs> We're gonna chain <laughs> the, the you in this room. The kids running around
2: with the machine gun through most of this movie, yes. and nobody gives a fuck about it. They're just like, yeah, kids being kids. You know how it is. Grandpa's got a shitload of them
0: let something Groots and I have talked about at length is that the the shit the kids got into in 80s movies. Oh yeah. would never never sell nowadays. It's it's way too like homogenized at this point. Yeah. No. The, there's kids running around with guns or smoking or playing with explosives or oh, like yeah. or looking at titties, you know, just all sorts of stuff that just would not play and this movie had plenty of that in this.
1: Hell yeah. I mean, you had the fucking I was thinking about this the other day when when I thought of like the cool scenes of like kids getting over like topping bullies in movies. Mm-hmm. And uh fucking little tiny Fred Savage in The Boy Who Could Fly when yes! he gets all fucking like Ramboed out and fills his water guns with piss and like takes on the bullies. <laughs> like that shit was amazing. That was better than the rest of the movie. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. But
0: nowadays there's all this worry about uh kids doing the shit they see on TV which I mean I I totally did growing up but like I I turned out fine aside no matter what you've heard on the podcast uh (laughs) gui um but they're too worried about yeah kids just picking up bad ideas from these movies um but ultimately that just comes down to parenting like yeah don't don't shoot people like that's pretty well you know i mean
1: it's a different time now uh i'm not a parent But, you know, I mean, nowadays, you hear about parents getting in trouble for letting their kids play across the street in the playground unsupervised. And then you also have, you know, Stranger Things, which is like one of the biggest shows right now, showing a bunch of kids having fucking like awesome 80s adventures, you know, that are totally not like kid safe for nowadays. But it's so fucking good because we all remember playing back then and we remember the movies that like were like that. It's so fucking awesome. But I think. There's something missing from
0: from having movies like that. I, that's part of the reason why I love Stranger Things so much is that it it embodied kind of how we were growing up because I knew my friends and I, we'd go off for the entire day without parental supervision. Oh, yeah. And then come back when the streetlights came on. That was the rule. And we did dumb shit. We got hurt all the time. Yeah. And we turned out fine. But there wasn't this like repressed feeling of my childhood where I, I felt all like, Tightened up and unable to do anything And I I feel like kids nowadays Kind of have an aspect of that Where they're not able to let loose And not able to kind of rebel a little bit In small increments throughout their Their upbringing and it, it reaches ahead sometimes. And, and right. that be, that's shown itself as being a major problem with the with the younger generation.
2: You can't have kids walking around with a grenade just strapped to their chest the entire Back time. Back in my day. <laughs> God damn it. These days, these kids won't put one grenade on them, let alone a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so fucking Terror Vision, right? Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> so I, I love... The plot is so unnecessary in this movie that they, they tried to explain it away at one point when the other alien that was like the owner of the alien, yeah. I guess? He's
2: kind of the person that tells us what's actually going on. And he's like, yo, so kind I fucked of? up.
0: This is our pet, and it's like an awful creature that can destroy worlds, but it's really cute when it's not overfed.
2: I don't. It's like a dog. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? I, again, that
0: was still kind of
2: fucked up. He's like, it's like your Earth dog or cat, but if it gets out of hand, we destroy it immediately. And I'm like, I mean, if my cat gets into some shit, I'm not destroying my cat, but... <laughs> Like that was a reasonable thing. Now we we have to de- eliminate it. So,
0: like, I, I have two dogs, and they have ruined a number of things that I really care about. Um, and uh, and they're both alive. Like they are both <laughs> living currently. One is more surprising than the other. Um, in that regard.
1: Well, I mean, they have to be alive because I mean, your relationship depends on that. Yes, that is true. I
0: <laughs> I have a feeling that. Uh, that that would probably put a kink in my relationship. Uh, not not like the kink in the relationship of the parents that we saw on TerraVision either. A different kind of No, kink.
1: no. Nobody wants a Greek swinger yeah. who <laughs> likes boys. <laughs>
2: I did kind of want to see when he was talking about the solution was cloning the parents but keeping them in an aquarium. I was kind of hoping to see that solution. Cause, that's true. Yeah. And
1: they were like, we ran out of budget. He yeah. gets killed right now by Medusa. Because <laughs> it almost
2: seemed like that. Like, all right, we got this huge aquarium. Uh, oh, we don't? Well, uh, oh, well, fuck it. Never mind.
1: I
0: want to see the original script and see if that's written in at the <laughs> yeah. end as the parents in some aquarium on like in a far off planet or something. That All, would right, be- all
1: right, Charles Band. Uh, <laughs> I want the fucking director's had- cut of this movie. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs>
2: they had a choice. Either another drum of lube or the giant human aquarium. And God, they went. With Have the giant lube? thing of lube.
1: All these actors are still alive. We can we can shoot a little bit more. <laughs> You're right.
0: <laughs> it's like everybody suddenly aged like 20 years. But, or well, 30 at this point, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> right. Over 30. Jesus.
1: Jeez. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah. Oh, man. All um, right. So uh, I, what I would say is that why don't we uh, uh, move on to... Let, let's all pick a movie that we would think... To show along with this as a double feature, doesn't matter if it's before or after. Just something you would you would think like, I I'll, I'll put this movie alongside this. We we discussed a couple. I I would honestly say I'm with Slither.
2: Like just Slither's with, solid. There's a lot of goo. There's yeah. a lot of just the fucked up creature. I would kind of pair it up with that a little bit, but
0: and James Gunn is a monster movie like nerd. So I'm sure that it was slither was definitely influenced by terror vision yeah oh
1: yeah
2: i throw maybe a little bit of mac and me in there (laughs) (laughs)
0: just 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 the guy in the kid in the wheelchair being sent off the cliff
2: yeah just just again the parental skill the parent skills of not keeping track of the fucking
1: kids Uh, i would personally show this movie with the fucking explorers Mm. yeah i fucking love that movie it's so dumb um, And it's a bunch of kids kind of like trying to be the Goonies. Like, and they build a spaceship and it's got River Phoenix, and you know, and then they get up into space and they end up like in a spaceship with a bunch of other space kids who they think are like big bad aliens. And then their dad comes, it, it's goofy as fuck. Yes. It is
2: goofy as shit. I have not watched that in a while. I need oh, to, dude. I need to yeah, check out. It, it's one, one out of those again.
1: movies that like you remember liking when you were young and then you watch it when you're an adult and you're like wow this is this is a, this was made just like this movie this movie was made this had like one you know hundredth of the budget of of explorers but that still was a fucking awesome movie.
0: Explorers also have has different tiers of Goofy. Like, the movie itself is Goofy, but it's got very much kind of a Goonies feel at first yeah. as they're all getting together, and then once they get into space, it reaches a different level of Goofy. But then once they meet the actual aliens, a- after they travel through the ship a little bit, it gets to, like, Bizarro Land Goofy, where it's this weird, like, rubber suit, alien kid that doesn't
2: one of the aliens hit on the kids or something like it's it's, bizarre yeah yeah.
1: oh yeah girl is kind of like making faces at one of the boys it's like it's almost like a
2: rick and morty episode
1: honestly
0: yes (laughs) but there was a little bit of that i i felt with the monster in in terror vision when medusa uh which that's something we haven't really gotten into yet right uh medusa is like basically the elvira in, in this uh universe. Yeah, low rent in, Elvira. This terror Vision universe. Yeah. That I'm sure somebody's gonna buy up the licensing and do a Marvel style thing to terrorvision <laughs> and just like build up this entire universe. Have a D- Medusa movie, you know, um <laughs> have a movie about like an indie comedy about selling like lizard tail jerky. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, Grandpa and the kid go on the road together to try to sell keep lizard the, jerky.
2: Keep it in the tinfoil. That's yeah, what makes it fresh.
0: That's what makes it fresh. I also
2: appreciate by her way her show. Literally the kid's the only person to call. Like she's like, call this number. She flashes over and over again. Oh, there's nobody calling the show. Two calls and it's from the same kid who she acts overly sexual to, not even acknowledging she's talking to a twelve year old.
0: <laughs> well, you were saying she she was just like easily turned on. This, yeah,
2: that's this, that is true. Yeah. yeah, Everything she saw, she's like, oh, cop car, fuck. Like, um, what is going on like in your floor life? Floor goo, that, yeah, and... floor goo. Ooh, like. you <laughs> guys was, know how to party. She
1: was the buxom, you know, bombshell. She was just basically a giant set of tits. <laughs> In in like a corset with a with a Medu- with a very cheesy looking Medusa headdress, and she was being the uh, you know the the horror icon <laughs> f- on the cable access channel,
0: you know, which which you can tell like that's all that she's got because she's going around to parties apparently and still wearing the fucking headdress, right. Like- that's the only way people recognize her. Is
2: She's making a house call for this 12-year-old that called just to check out this thing that she thinks is
1: bullshit. Like- but she had to go to some parties first. That's right. So she shows up already wasted, like, all right, I'm here for you, little boy. And also some
0: parties, some parties- <laughs> first, apparently every television show takes place within like two miles of this house because they don't even mention what city they're in or anything, they're just like, come to the end of this lane where they talked about it being out of the, in the middle of nowhere and and like not near anything. And she's like, Oh yeah, sweet. Got it. No problem. The the street named after your family's last name. Yeah. (laughs) We'll go down
2: that street. I also want to bring up the um, incompetent um, police force in this area where the kid keeps calling to see if they can send somebody. Well, they eventually do, but not to find out what's going on, but to literally arrest the child. (laughs) Yes, where he has, I have a warrant for the arrest of the twelve-year-old, which means he went to a judge, said, "Your Honor, this kid keeps calling. He's fucking pissing me off. We need to arrest this little fucker." He's done twice to the tonight.
1: House. Yeah,
0: really irritating. And the judge was like, brruh, "I hate kids." Here's Ugh. the warrant.
2: <laughs> Is it from that swinger family? Fuck them. <laughs> Those fucking swingers. <laughs> They are weird people.
1: <laughs>
0: he fucked my wife and she wouldn't fuck me.
2: Yeah. So uh, it was no surprise that, that cop, you know, yeah. got taken out.
0: Now the I'm thinking of the movie that I would pair with this, and uh I'm not even gonna go with like the horror or sci-fi well, I guess it's technically sci-fi, but uh I would I would pair UHF
1: for but, this movie. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, it, it has that whole, like, TV show theme kind of thing going. It goes it to the nth degree, of course, you know, yep. a weird owl in a TV station. So <laughs> uh, I feel like it's it's just as bonkers in a different way. So I, I think that would be a good uh, good mashup night.
2: We were talking about outside, but um, kind of stay tuned, that John Ritter movie from the early 90s. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Jeez, it's been a minute. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I didn't say it was a good movie. Like, I don't even think that would really be something we would ever cover. You
1: know, in a sense, this movie is pretty much almost a spoof movie uh, in every way. So it really would kind of pair well with UHF. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, UHF is just basically a bunch of vignettes of, like, Weird Al jokes of spoofing shit, sure, and that's the whole thing. But, but I mean that's this, all it needs to be, honestly. Exactly, yeah. and this movie is just it's so absurd and just like bananas. Just such a piece of its time that it actually got made. I don't. I think that's a good recommendation, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now yeah. yeah, Terravision is that out of print at this point, or is that still available? well? Actually,
1: uh, this is uh, was released as a double feature with the video Dead um, through Shout Factory. Okay. Uh which was the copy that we watched here today? And How did you find that double feature? That's fucking awesome. Uh well, I I try to keep up with what's out there and Shout Factory is one of those houses that's doing great things. And, you know, there's some others out there that, you know, uh, Arrow Video and Vinegar Syndrome and whatnot. There's there's, there's a bunch, and we will definitely get, get into their catalogs over the course of this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> most most certainly. But um, a lot of the you know a lot of these houses are doing really good work because they're taking these these older titles that have become kind of like you know VHS cult icons, and a lot of them are giving them their first you know proper you know release. Yeah. Know, with and they they go out they go to the end of like doing new special features and interviewing people and doing all kinds of like cool things to really make it a, a, a good release, not just a a shitty transfer from a, v, from a VHS. To, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of them they're they're doing you know high definition like n- new scans of of the original prints and stuff. So I mean, it's it's legit.
0: Nice.
2: Oh, the one we watched, you could really see that jizz. Like it was very clear.
1: Oh yeah, and that was just a DVD copy. You know. I, <laughs> You know, other people got the Blu-ray copy. I mean, Ooh, I'm, sure, that, I'm sure that's real. You can identify. see...
0: That every, jizz just jumps off the screen at that, that jizz, point. You
2: can see Damn, every right. little bit jizz falling off Grandpa's face. <laughs> so. You can see the key grip's reflection in the jizz, like, off <laughs> Probably. Offset. We did do the warning at the beginning of this, right? Yes, we did. Just making sure. Was, I've said jizz probably about ten times yes, at this we point. Did. We did.
1: <laughs> well, you know. I mean... So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, I want to... um. I want to introduce a segment that we're going to start in our next episode um, where most of the time uh, it'll be me doing it. But I I expect some some play from from my co-host Hunter as well. I intend to um, offer a movie to him as almost as homework to watch, um, which will be something that uh, is terrible in one way or another, um, but hopefully hilariously so. And uh, the point is to kind of just start a, like, sort of a friendly competition where we almost kind of want to one up each other like, oh, yeah, well, uh, here's here's your you know, here's your movie for next time. And, you know, so uh, we don't even have a name for the segment yet, but uh, in any case, next episode uh I will have inflicted something upon <laughs> my friend Hunter here that uh, uh, that will what be happens. that will be really fun. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking I'm, looking forward to that. Keep keep tuned for that one.
2: I think I've got a couple picked out for you too that yeah. I don't think you've seen, but we'll see.
0: You got to love a, a podcast where the the <laughs> two co hosts cinematically beat the shit out of each other every week with with just new. And to,
2: we're going to have other people on to subject them
0: to that's true. other
2: oh, yeah. other great great features. Yes, I was
0: honored to be uh forced <laughs> into watching Terror Vision. That was uh, a
1: <laughs> Oh, glorious 75 minutes of it. Yes, that no, it was
0: it was a very good time. I'm just I'm really confused uh, about the set. That's that's really what upsets me more than anything else is they have this giant Roman pool and but they can only afford like a 13-inch television near the pool. Um, right, that-
1: and they didn't actually fill the pool with any liquid. They just they just got a whole bunch of dry ice and fog machines and shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> in which the father comes in after the Italian guy's gone and yells, what the hell did the homo do to my jacuzzi <laughs> in the most angry way possible?
0: Which, I don't know if he thinks like... Homosexuals have a <laughs> gland that excretes like cum. Like, oh my a, God, gay person well, I my mean, jacuzzi, my fuck jacuzzi. I mean, I guess uh, most men have an organ that excretes <laughs> cum. Right, but, right. But it, like, it is a thing. Yeah, but like the level of of cum <laughs> distribution that would be necessary in order yeah. for that to be the rationale behind the the mess that pool was.
2: I mean, I don't know many Italians. Maybe they're you know. Well, and he, he was
1: Greek. I mean, Greek, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. You sorry, know, correct. I mean, that difference. Any
0: of our Greek listeners, uh, if you could give us a uh, a liter count on how much cum uh, comes out of you when you <laughs> orgasm. That's good, man. That Go, would, going with the metric system. Yes, metric. I mean, they'll it, know that. It's
1: respect. It's yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't expect them to convert it to gallons. That's just too much work. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's absurd. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I was going to throw out real quick, just as a suggestion. Recasting this movie—if yeah. for some reason somebody saw this and said, "I want to make a new version of this," who would y'all put in this movie? There's one that's really, really obvious because he doesn't age anyway, in my opinion. And that'd be bringing Keanu Reeves as the role. Oh of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, that's almost—that's kind, kind, of kind of a precent.
0: no-brainer. Yeah. yeah,
1: right, right, right. I can definitely see that. uh The kid would have to be. Uh well fuck it man i i'd, I'd cast a uh, little sweet baby dustin from uh, stranger Ooh, things i was thinking that Ooh,
0: that's a good call yeah. i like that i like little,
1: little that lips lisp to it you know he can play around with some guns you know
0: <laughs> and <laughs> him just yelling emphatically about the fact that there is in fact a monster with his adorable lisp would be that would make the movie on its own oh yeah that would 100 <laughs> percent the mom
1: the mom
0: um Ugh. yeah that that's a little bit tougher um it, she kind of reminds me of the, the main actress from Designing Women a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> if I'm going to do a deep dig but there. In current times? Not Delta Burke, the okay, other one. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, wow. You talking <laughs> about the one that was in Fargo?
2: Was she in Fargo? I think so. Oh,
1: Frances McDormand. She could do that shit. <laughs> she there could do you that. go. Yeah. yeah. Speaking She's, of Fargo. she locked
2: the shit out of a kid in a fucking bunker.
0: Oh,
1: Although, I, yeah. I don't get
0: scummy from her enough, though. I need a little more scummy. Oh, um, you
1: need to see Three of Billboards, man. Yes. She's a
0: fucking beast. I've I've heard that film is absolutely spectacular. She kicks kids in the crotch yes. in that movie. It's so okay. fucking cathartic.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> The dad. The
1: dad. I don't know, man. I would go with Ray Wise or something, man. Uh I I think a little more gangly um uh, oh, would be
0: maybe. Ooh, ooh, see what DJ Quals is doing.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> I, and I imagine, feel like uh, he might have an open schedule at yeah. this
0: point. And could you imagine Francis McDormand and DJ <laughs> D- Quals as a married couple? Oh, this is oh, this I'm might true. be rougher than the thing we just watched, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it's true. How about grandpa?
0: Grandpa, oh, let's see, Uh, hateful old codger, well- uh, Tommy Lee Jones? (laughs) Ooh, I can see that, I can possibly (laughs) see that. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. Gran Torino, uh, fucking Clint Eastwood. Oh, (laughs) Grant Torino, get off my lawn!
0: (laughs) (laughs) With
2: jizz coming off, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, no, no, we can do better, um- I mean, this is kind of a like a curveball here. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm just playing with this a little bit. But a little bit of a uh, uh, Martin Sheen in there. He, yeah. he's not done a whole lot since West Wing. That's so. true. He
2: he also kind of has an open that's schedule. True. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And
1: he is still legit crazy from you know a fucking apocalypse now. <laughs> oh, actually,
0: that tears it. No, um, Randy Quaid. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy oh, shit! Right.
1: Yes, that's right. That's right. Actually, he's he's a shoe in because uh, that movie he was in with uh, Parents. Yeah. If you ever saw that, that shit is fucking I've bonkers. never seen that. That oh, shit Parents is, is great. Awesome. That's
0: it's, that's a movie that would fit for this podcast. It's like Fido
1: but with cannibals instead of uh, fucking zombies. No shit. It's yeah. awesome.
0: I remember seeing
2: the video cover back in the day but I actually've never seen it. It's so. worth
1: it. Yeah, we might have to do that on right. this podcast. That would be a great choice. Yeah. That I is- I love that movie. <laughs> and we might get to we're going to get to meet him.
2: Yep. Fingers crossed he doesn't do something
0: stupid before I, I, Monster Mania. I, 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 yeah. I hope he
1: doesn't cancel or get arrested or
0: We're talking I, about Randy Quaid um for is coming to Monster Mania in Cherry Hill. It's a horror con in New Jersey that we're uh, we're all going to. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. Yeah, he's one of the top people. Yeah.
0: Just just don't get arrested, please. <laughs> yeah, no warrants for arrest in uh in New Jersey
2: and then he's fine. Do you think he would sign my uh, if I had a Rupert Murdoch mask would he sign it
0: or I don't know. If like, you're going
1: to do that, you're going to be last in line behind the rest of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make sure I jump go first Cuz then... I do want to get some things signed by yeah. him. <laughs>
0: I've never been punched by a celebrity before, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, then you should wait until Busey comes around cuz I have a feeling he would happily oblige you. He was on his meds when I saw him, Being sadly a, as, enough. As far as Grandpa goes, Busey would be a pretty good Fuck. choice as well. You know
2: what? All the other suggestions we had, yeah, Busey. 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 Goddamn, right. Busey solid. And you know what? Throw in Jake Busey just for the fuck of it somewhere in there. He could be the cop, all right. Like
0: the cop. Or honestly, if if Keanu's too busy uh, or this is beneath him, <laughs> he could totally be the stoner dude. That's true. That's true. I mean, he did play the stoner dude in PCU pretty well. So right, um, that's it, right. He was the hippie, so he could do the metalhead version. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, what about the Greek dude? I'm thinking uh, Fred Armisen from Eurotrip, kind of a kind of a
1: deal. Um, he could definitely work. I, yeah. I would say. Uh, John Waters is probably a little too old.
0: Ooh, but that would be a good pull. But
1: man, he he could pull off that creeper. Yeah, you know <laughs> the level of like schlock.
0: If you were to even go a little bit deeper into schlockdom than this movie currently is, and go grade Z style, you could totally get Lloyd Kaufman to play the the Greek dude. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> yeah he, would. he would. He would hands down be. He's like, I like boys, just like emphatically. And, that's true. Yeah, that would that would go well
1: and and that comes with a whole audience that's that's loyal and that's willing true. to watch the movie that's true. you know you get like like 5 whole thousand people that are going to watch that <laughs> <Right>. fucking
0: movie and <laughs> well and be obsessed with it as well that's <laughs> yeah, the, I mean. not a huge audience but the audience that's there is uh definitely rabid well
2: hollywood we've given you the opening there just uh, take it
0: and the uh the friend uh, wife i don't know the 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 squeaky greek voice dude, one the, the greek dude's apparently like gay so but he I still
1: tries to get a piece,
0: which which confuses me as to why like there's so much upset over from the from the initial wife because she seems upset not about the fact that he's gay but so much as just like I wanted some of that sweet sweet Greek dick and apparently my husband's gonna get more of a chance of that than I am. <laughs> But then he's like, "Oh, you're so beautiful," and I'm not gonna do a Greek thing. Oh, no, no, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You're so beautiful. Uh, that's... <laughs> was that the Swedish chef uh, doing that? I was trying to do Italian, and it just kind of. Oh man,
1: that was. Yeah, fun. it's it's not good. <laughs> but uh,
0: yeah, the the Sheena Easton looking. Um... <laughs>
1: oh man.
0: Um, I I I don't know who to cast for that one. That's uh.
1: I think you
2: just throw in whoever, just that's whoever. That's she doesn't last even... too long in the movie anyway. No, that's so. true.
1: That's yeah, true. I don't know. Uh, Shannon Tweed, what's she doing now? Okay. You know, I don't know. <laughs>
2: you know, you but, know what? Let's change it up a little. Bei Ling, because she's always looking for work. So uh,
1: that's true. Yeah, I've right.
0: seen Gene Generation. She'll she'll get in anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> that is true. And so. uh,
0: <laughs> then you can you can kind of make it just not all white people. So that's good. See, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: Open it up a
1: little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Updating the movie. I mean, this was all white people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, who would he have direct it nowadays?
1: Oh, Mm. Jesus. Well.
0: I've got one idea. What you got? Robert fucking Rodriguez.
1: That's true. I mean, he he did kind of make a ridiculous movie with Planet Terror.
0: And I feel like if he approached it in a four rooms kind of way, then, because this movie definitely is set in, like, it could be done as a play if you really wanted to. Yeah. Um, And, and so if he kind of had the four rooms treatment with it, but in Rodriguez style, I think it would go over pretty well.
2: I know we, I already mentioned this movie, but fucking James Gunn, James Gunn, James Gunn. I mean, I mean, that means we'll see his brother somewhere in that movie. He'll be the cop. His brother will play the cop. He would be the cop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually a pretty good casting (laughs) for the cop too.
1: Yeah. Or he'd be funny as like the gay assistant to Medusa. That's true. Ooh, good call. Little yeah. James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Or, well, or we could just Spielberg
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Just that would be amazing if head.
2: that was his announcement after you know Ready Player One during the press conference. Like, and my next one will be a remake of be People are like, um, honestly, Steven?
1: that would be the most exciting thing he's ever done in his <laughs> career for me. I mean this movie did actually like reference e t yeah, that movie made me cry like a what <laughs> like a dork, or yeah something. or
2: something it's the e t movie he wanted he really
0: wanted to make, but couldn't so. right, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um,
0: you'd be like well i mean I made e t it's the same shit, right yeah. basically the same thing
2: <laughs> he helps the kids out for a second and then murders them so. or
0: uh John Hughes.
1: If he wasn't dead? Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs>
1: the zombie of John We were Chris. talking
0: about having Keanu fucking Reeves and Steven Spielberg involved in <laughs> this project. They're still alive. So. Yeah, because that's going to be, you know what? That's about as much of a, a possibility as, as getting Hughes in there.
1: Hey, you know what? If I make friends with Elon Musk, he's got the kind of money to make that happen.
0: Yeah, because that's what he's going to be focused on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Falcon Heavy is like his his second uh, most <laughs> Im- impassioned thing. He really wants to have a solid remake of Terror Vision. That's he his... did
1: just launch a car into space just because he could. <laughs> so he could that's... just make a terror. He could vision just make this fucking movie over yeah. there.
0: I've seen the internet. He launched that into space because there were dead hookers in the trunk. Like that's that's easy way to get rid of the, the internet true. told me that was what <laughs> happened. So at
1: least they're getting serenaded by David Bowie forever. That's
0: true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right so uh i figure we've kind of uh wrapped this one up uh, mostly yeah i mean
0: (laughs) considering it's a 75 minute movie and we talked about it for 45 minutes (laughs) there there you go
1: (laughs) so um anyway uh welcome everyone to the premiere episode uh there's gonna be a lot more like it absolutely Um, keep your eyes peeled for us uh there might even be some uh, movie screenings in the uh, Richmond area coming up uh, here soon.
0: Yeah, like so. this should be dropping just before the Beautiful Disasters hosted uh, movie night at Strangeways Brewery on the 23rd uh, from 7.30 to 10 to 10 o'clock ish.
1: Indeed. Yeah. And we'll definitely have more information about that uh, in the future and future screenings and more podcasts. and Yep.
0: All that stuff's going to be at com. That's the stuff for all the Geeks Under the Influence Network podcasts and live events and all that stuff.
1: Hell yes. It's... Yeah. Uh... It's exciting to get a new one off the ground.
0: Oh yeah, I've been looking forward to this one getting off. You can off the see ground. the
2: excitement in his face right now. An-
0: another podcast, another podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm like the the guy that like got like three major drug addictions and is just like, oh, I need I need another one. Come I need, on, baby. Come, come on. on. <laughs> let's get, let's, Give me another podcast. <laughs> I need that podcast, man. I need it.
1: We've got a lot of good ideas to come. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got great ideas for guests to come. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Movies yes. to torture people with. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So uh stay tuned. Again, I'm Anthony the Groots.
0: I'm um, fuck you, Hunter. And I'm well, I'm just the guest. I don't like I'm the victim. You're I still guess. here, bro. Hob-
1: Hobbit the victim. Hobbit the victim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out.
0: Podcast.com. We've got another Geeks Under the Influence Network event coming your way in February. February 23rd at Strange Ways Brewing Company. We've got Beautiful Disasters, our B-movie night. It's a monthly surprise movie night celebrating schlock presented by our hosts of the Beautiful Disasters podcast that'll be coming soon to you on the Geeks Under the Influence Network. For the month of February, our theme is rock Musical. Go meter checklist for this movie states Space Alien New Waivers versus High School Rockabillies, A Tentacle Monster, Crazed Killers, Loose from the Asylum, and One of the Jacksons. You have to come out for this movie. We got Brews, We've got a Mac and Cheese Truck, Return of the Mac, and it's free from 7 30 to 10 p.m. on February 23rd at strange ways Brewing Company, 2277 Dabney Road in Richmond, Virginia. Come out, bring your friends, and we'll see you there. Hey geeks, do you love trivia? Do you love geeks under the influence Well, you can get both by coming out to geeks under the influence trivia every first and third Monday at fallout one one seven north 18th street and every second and fourth Tuesday at Wonderland 1727 East Main Street. It's the same goofy shit talking. Uh, fun that you enjoy from geeks under the influence in trivia form. So it's a way for you to get your drink on, learn a few things and hang out with geeks under the influence. So join us every first and third Monday at fallout and every second and fourth Tuesday at wonderland links are on the homepage at GUI podcast.com.